Get deeper insights on the news from inside sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you. As always, I am Boyd Matheson. And in this segment, we've been talking a lot lately about the beloved community and what we learn from one another. Uh, last week, we had uh, Barbara Taylor Brown uh, join us talking about holy envy and what we learn about God through the faith of others. And uh, there's someone that I always look to that always causes me to think a little differently about all kinds of things. Uh, Scott Livingston, as a writer, has a a great uh, platform on Substack. It's uh, the Bright Morning Star uh, or the Bright Morning Star Substack.com is where you can go right to it. And uh, he had a piece last week that just caught my attention dealing with this principle and this idea of lessons to be learned from rejection, not something we normally talk about. And so that's why we're going to talk about it today. And Scott joins us on the line. Scott, thanks for jumping on with us today. Absolutely. Boy, so grateful to be with you. Always uh, excited to have a conversation. Well, well, let's dive into this. Uh, first, give us a little backstory. How was it that you came uh, <clears throat> to say, you know what? You know what I'm going to write about this week is re- rejection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just yeah, right. Just what everybody wants to talk about. You know, it uh, it's that season, Boyd, as as you know, when a lot of uh, wonderful young people are getting those exciting letters or notifications or emails or texts saying you've been accepted, right? This uh, and it's it's just awesome to watch. It's so fun. You see the videos now of kids getting accepted into that dream school and so excited. And and I was uh, because of a relationship I have with a special young person who got the opposite of that, who got uh, surprisingly a a letter saying you weren't accepted, you weren't chosen, you weren't picked. And just kind of watching that process for this, this uh, special person I love go, wait a minute, why wasn't I, what, what did I do wrong? Why don't they want me? And started to think about how many of those there are out there, right? Probably in the millions every year that are being told for whatever reasons, uh, you're not, you're not the right fit for us. Yeah. And it just, it just caused a lot of thought and feeling and, and some emotion about that. And I just thought, you know, there is, there is a component of rejection that, I mean, none of us like it and none of us court it. And yet there is a, there is a silver lining, so to speak, or yeah. potentially could be one for us. If uh, if maybe we we scratch beneath the surface a little bit, so that's kind of that's kind of how I got to to write about that. Uh, the title of that post was actually "No, Not You, Not Now," and and maybe the the the, the last two words kind of took me in a direction of. Maybe there's a reason for, for this, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's what that's what led to this. Yeah, so important. And, and I love the title, No, Not You, Not Now. Uh, and that mm-hmm. idea of rejection and lessons in that, uh, I have some of those young people in my life who've gotten that same letter of saying, no, not <laughs> you're not the one for us. Uh, and uh, yep. that can be, it can cause uh, people to retreat and start to function from a position of weakness rather than functioning from yeah. a position of strength. And so as you kind of went down this this journey uh, around rejection, what are the things that we all should be thinking, whether it's in our faith, whether it's in our business, whether it's in our schooling mm-hmm. or community, what are those lessons from rejection that we can all start to, to glean from? Such a great question. You know, I think back to a, a personal experience that I had Pretty recently, um, I you know I have a, a background in writing and have published some things and working on publishing some things and recently had a, a novel that I that I self published uh, where I had worked on that for the better part of ten years and 
had many times thought I should just give up on this thing. It's just, it's, it's not, there's no point to it, but just kind of had a feeling of just keep going, keep going. And when I sent it out to some people uh, initially thinking this is going to be great. These are, they're going to just, you know, do, they're going to be thrilled. They're going to say, how many copies can I buy? And, you know, just all those, those fantasies that uh, that people who create things sometimes have. Right. And uh, when that didn't happen, and in fact, they came back and said, well, this, we like some of it, but there was a lot of things we didn't like. And that that took me down a path, happily, of doing some painful but very needed work to actually get it to be in a much better place. Mm-hmm. And I think, as I, again, I think about my children and what lessons I'd want them to learn from their own experiences of rejection is, those are not dead end signs. Those are not, you can't go further signs there. Maybe there's just more work to do. Maybe there's more growth that you need. And that's, that's a key lesson. I think I took away from this. The other one that maybe for me is even more important is, is developing more empathy. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And and that one to me is, we, we are having a hard time for whatever reason right now, um, kind of stepping into other people's shoes and seeing what they're, what they're about, what they're living and, and what they're experiencing. And I think rejection, again, as hard as it can be sometimes, can help us go, hey, I've, there's somebody else out there that probably has had a similar experience. And uh, I need to be more eyes open for them yeah. and uh, arms open for them to say, Hey, you're not on this alone, and, and I know it hurts, but uh, let's walk this path together. Yeah, so a couple that, couple lessons. Yeah, so important. I think especially coming out of the pandemic, where we have had such a disconnection uh, from each other, mm-hmm. even though we're gathering again and uh, big events are happening, I I still think there's this underlying disconnection, and I think the the empathy quotient uh, has been cracked a little bit as we went very very inward during the course of the pandemic and. Uh, I love yeah. that you bring this rejection idea back to empathy, uh, because I think the the real test, the empathy in your own agony, I think is the closest we, we mm-hmm. get to divinity. Uh, and I think we've yeah. lost that in, in many ways in our society. So, so true. And I think that point was kind of where I went with this, this idea that, again, I didn't know where it was going to go. It, it was a very last minute piece. I usually write these several weeks in advance. And I, I literally wrote that one the day before I published it because it just felt so kind of uh, on topic for, for where things were at in my own family. And and I realized as I was writing it that, you know, we don't have to look too hard to discover that in history, some of the great people that, that we all look up to 
have probably been some that experienced more of this than than any of us, and and including, you know, deity, including uh, Jesus Christ, and the and and many of the prophets in Scripture have experienced some of these very same things, and rejection was not an unfamiliar thing to them, and that should give us again some added consolation and also recognition that that maybe maybe the growth that we're all here to go through requires us to to be told you don't you don't have what it takes yet or sometimes it's just they don't like you know there's there's an agenda there and and instead of taking that personally we can say okay again how can i build up my my capacity to love better and uh, and be a better listener a better neighbor uh, a better friend yeah uh such great stuff again the the title of the piece is no not you not now. You can check it out at brightmorningstar.substack.com. And uh, it's a great place to get some perspective. And if you're looking for a place to have some holy envy uh, this week, uh, there's some great writing that will cause you to think very differently. And uh, Scott Livingston, we really appreciate you joining us on the program, giving us uh, something to think about, something to dig a little deeper on uh, as we try to be a little better at interconnecting, having that empathy uh, both for others uh, who maybe have faced rejection and uh, understanding our own so that we can function from a position of strength. Uh, great stuff as always. I appreciate you joining us today, Scott. My privilege again. Thank you so much, Boyd. All right. Again, that's uh, Scott Livingston. You can check out uh, his writing, brightmorningstar.substack.com. And uh, I just love this whole idea of what we learn from rejection. And as Scott alluded to, uh, even Jesus Christ, as we move towards Easter, uh, much of the Christian world in the middle of Lent, thinking about things that we uh, do differently during those seasons. And I think it's an extraordinary way to look at uh, not you, not now, uh, but there's something to learn in that process. And I think empathy is one of those core lessons. All right, that wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for top of the hour news. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, Lisa Gable's going to join us. We're going to talk about leadership in difficult times, in changing circumstances. You don't want to miss this conversation. Coming up next on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.